New Year. Welcome back to Education Honestly. So today's topic is about the use of sick days. And they can be a tad controversial depending on your point of view on the use of them. Um, if you're some people as educators we're not allowed to get sick how dare we consider taking care of ourselves if our health isn't fantastic um and some people strongly agree if you've even got the sniffle please stay home because we don't want to make anybody else sick let's not even count how many germs we as educators parents um walking up and down the street are exposed to especially from children who don't necessarily have the best personal hygiene practices um so so much um of how many nose pickings finger licking biting of things smearing of bodily yuckness from one's face that we not only get to witness but we know is not always being washed and cleaned appropriately and is on every bloody surface not only are we in peak cold and flu season but we are dealing with students who don't necessarily have the immunities that they would have had five, six years ago pre-pandemic because they didn't go anywhere. They didn't do anything. So their ability to fight these germs off is non-existent and new strains are coming of all kinds of disgustingness. And they're sharing it with us with great, let me think, um, Well, they're eager to share it, whether they're realizing it or not. And I don't want to get sick. Do you want to get sick? That's nasty. Anyways, so here's what I'm thinking when it comes to this whole sick day things. At the beginning of my career, we had cumulative sick days. So I was given, I believe, 20 a year. And you used what you used and anything you didn't use got put over to the next year, which was great because if you actually had a legitimate illness that was brutal you had the comfort of full pay for however many sick days you had and then you um you you did have short-term and then long-term sick leave that kicked in after that which would be great it was used in a variety of ways i know that i used a whole whack of it during um the staying home with my first son uh, I think I used something like 40 days. So it tells you how few sick days I was using in the years before that. Uh, just to be home with them. And that was part of considered part of the recovery from giving birth. And you were only allowed to use so many. But in one of the more brilliant government moves, there was legislation put forth that took away our rights to a whole bunch of things. But one of them would be the use of our sick days and we lost the ability to do that which made it very different from my first child to my second um but the the ability to accumulate sick days is now as of current status gone the amount of sick days we got was almost cut in half which was ridiculous and to be quite honest offensive Uh, and it's not like you can say i have to miss work because i can tell you that student a has had strep throat and a nose that is neon green for six weeks and their parents are sending them to school no matter what. So I know I'm sick because of work-related issue. You can't do a WSIB claim or whatever your government um, insurance for sickness or 
work-related injury is, it just comes out of your sick days. So that's the state we are at now. We have, like I said, almost half the sick days that we had previously. And there, and then once you run out of them, you go into short-term sick leave. I've actually now had to use my short-term sick leave twice. First time I had planned surgery and I knew it was coming, so I was kind of prepared. The second time was last year when after coming back from um, break in spring, the beginning of the spring, end of winter, I literally got back from school or to school. And by the last period of the first day back, one of my coworkers pointed out that I was green, which is not my usual shade of uh, coloring. And I went home and when I got home, things didn't get better and ended up having to have my appendix removed. And that was not a short stay. And since I teach kindergarten, they asked me to stay home for that little bit longer than they may have if somebody had had an office job because you're right at the height of your incision for being touched, knocked into, grabbed, hugged with love, but not necessarily with caution. And I ended up going into my short-term sick leave again. So I'm spending this entire year nervous because it means that if I need to use my short-term sick, sick leave again, once my actual sick days are gone, I drop down to 90% pay, which doesn't sound like a whole lot. And most people would say it's really not. But when you have a family and every penny counts and inflation is flooding it, it matters and it makes me nervous. So those are just like some preliminary starting factors of using your sick days, at least from my point of view. When you look at the other aspects around sick days, planning to be sick sucks. Like just straight up sucks. You can't run your full program exactly because even though the supply teacher that may or may not arrive may be brilliant, they're never going to be able to run your program the way that you would. They don't know the intricacies of how you run things or the things that you run automatically. So you're scrapping a whole bunch of your program. Yes, you have emergency supply plans. We're required to. I've got a whole folder of, if I'm sick, you can do this. But that's only if emergency, like, you know, last year. But if I'm taking a day because I need to go see a specialist or I genuinely have a cold that is just taking me out, it's a lot of work and it's a lot of thought ahead to it and a lot of planning and a lot of putting things on hold in order to be home and get the rest you require. In the corporate world, if you're sick and just because you have a cold, first of all, I don't even know what their sick plans look like, so I'm not even going to make a comment that. But the likelihood of somebody needing to replace you and you having to plan through your own illness or somebody replace you for a day so you can kick a nasty cold that's not happening. That's not the way it works. You don't have to plan for your own illness while you're ill, by the way. So there's, there's stress there. There's also no guarantees that there's going to be a supply teacher available. There, especially at certain times of year, is a complete shortage of supply teachers. It is not uncommon to have open jobs at most schools. There are constant illness. And the bigger your staff is, the more likely somebody's gotten a germ and they've gotten sick. So there is a likelihood that somebody's not coming to work today and not everybody's going to pick up a job. I hate, I feel like so badly for schools where it's really far to get to or maybe it has a bad reputation, deserve it or not. 
people don't want to work there. So who's coming in to supply for those people when they have the totally normal common cold or flu? You can't guarantee that anybody's going to show up. You could have a supply teacher that's a supply teacher for because they just want to be or just because they probably don't do this as a long-term gig for a reason. But also you could end up with the prep teacher and everybody's losing their prep. So that's a grown worthy situation. And they show up and they're just holding on to it because there are plans. But are they really going to invest in it? Because they're only there for a period because they're covering for you because they're waiting for the next uh, prep teacher to cover before they go on to whatever their next plan is. That's always something you've got to think about. And you shouldn't have to, but it's a reality. Uh, think about sort of like, do you really need that sick day? I have that thought. Can I book my appointment after school? Can I hold off a couple weeks till maybe there's a natural break in the season before I have to go back? I definitely have these thoughts. It's one sick day going to be enough. If you've got the stomach flu and you're probably going to be out for a couple of days, is it going to be worth sort of grinning and bearing it or taking a couple of days off? And there are absolutely times where there's just no doubt. If you're throwing up, you're not coming to school, but you've got to hope that your supply plan, your emergency supply plans are up to snuff because otherwise you're going to be throwing up while planning and sending it into work. The other part I think about is, if is it worth taking an absolutely critically needed mental health day? I think about these things. Am I going to be more stressed out and tired trying to figure that out than I would be if I just came into work that day? Is it going to be worth my time and my energy? And is it going to be the relaxing break that I need just to prepare for you know, my seven to eight hour day absence so I can sleep in and maybe go for a walk and check in with my doctor or whatever you need to make that that day work. I don't know. It's really hard to do the checks and balances and figuring out what this one's worth. Should we as professionals have to worry about this? Is this something that should be on our plate because we're, you know, having to think of everybody else's needs before our own? If you work in an office, you're not having to do all this extra work just to have a cold. But that's the reality of being a teacher. Thanks for joining me on Education Honestly. Don't forget to follow my mom on Instagram at Education Honestly and Education Honestly on Facebook. Lastly, our email is educationhonestlypodcast at gmail.com. Thanks for calling.